Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, and the lead teacher, blogger, and owner of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ask Wardy. This is episode 48. I'm so glad you're with me today. We have a wonderful topic. We are talking about the Instant Pot. It's this craze. Everybody's talking about it. Nearly everybody you know has one. You may have decided you need one too, but then you go to buy and you're like, which one do I buy? There's three different models. There's all these sizes. I don't know which to buy. And you get paralyzed because you want to make the right choice. Well, I have been there. I had to make those choices myself. We have a couple Instant Pots. Actually, you're looking at them. If you're watching this on video, we have these Instant Pots in our home, and I've put them through the ringer, you might say. So I have some advice to share with you, not only on the right model for you, but the right size for you and your family. So hang tight. We're going to get to that in just a moment. Let me welcome our live viewers on Facebook and Periscope. If you're joining live, go ahead and comment and interact and share and give hearts and likes. I love it. Uh, You can also comment and Millie is uh, moderating the comments if you have questions. And if you are listening to this later, either through the video replay or the podcast version and you want to participate live, well, plan on next Wednesday because Ask Wardy airs every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, and I'd love to have you join. Um, And no matter... If you're here live or later, the show notes are ready for you, tradcookschool.com slash AW048. It's like the transcript of everything I'm going to share here today. And as you're coming on and joining us, if you're live, please do share in the comments your first name, uh, where you're from, and what you're sipping on, because I'd love to go back and read that later. And of course, you can visit with each other and sort of encourage each other with these nourishing drinks that keep you hydrated. Okay, well, uh, I think we're ready to get going here. We're going to dive right into the topic today of which Instant Pot is right for you and your family. Um, This is actually a question from Deanna. She wrote in and said, everyone I know has an Instant Pot, (laughs) and you maybe can relate to her. Certainly everyone I know has an Instant Pot. And she says, but the trouble is, I know I want one, but when I go to order, I get overwhelmed by which model to choose, and then there's a question of which size. Should I get a six quart or an eight quart? Can you help? Well, Deanna, I can help with this. I also understand it's a very big choice, and all of you who are listening or reading along are going to see that it wasn't an easy choice for me either. So at this point, though, we've been around the block with our instant pots. We have these two sizes in our home, and I had to weigh out all the models. And so what I'm going to do today is share from my experience to help you choose the model and the size that's right for you. Now, by the way, this is a question that Deanna submitted to Ask Wardy, and you can do that in the future if you have a question. I love getting them. You can submit them on Twitter if you use the handle at TradCookSchool and the hashtag AskWardy, or you can send an email to Wardy, W-A-R-D-E-E, at AskWardy.tv. Let's get into answering Deanna's question now. She wants an Instant Pot, but she doesn't know which model or size to choose. And so let's tackle it. 
I first want to make sure we're all on the same page with what an Instant Pot is. Because I do get this question, I might mention it in a video or in an email, and somebody invariably replies and said, what is this thing you're calling Instant Pot? I've heard people say, but I don't really know. Well, the Instant Pot is like a multi-purpose electrical appliance for your kitchen. Think of a slow cooker. Um, except it has a bunch of other functions. And the Instant Pot is as easy to use and as um, simple and powerful as a slow cooker, except it has a whole bunch of other things. So you plug it in, you can use it as a slow cooker, you can saute foods, you can keep foods warm, you can use a pressure cooker, you can do uh, use it as a yogurt maker. Depending on which model you choose, it has six or seven different programmable functions. Okay, so it's this plug and play machine that can replace a bunch of your kitchen appliances. It's really powerful, it's really amazing, it's really fun, and it's easy too if you know how to work it. In our house, we have two Instant Pots, and we use them multiple times each day, not just for pressure cooking, um, but also to reheat foods. I use them, well, we, got, we ditched the microwave years ago, but I feel like I have a microwave back because of how easy it is to reheat foods in the, micro, in, in the Instant Pot, not the microwave. If you're interested in that, I've got a link for you at the show notes, tradcookschool.com slash aw048. Actually, all you have to do is go to last week's episode. So askwardy.tv and look for episode 47, where I walked you through exactly how to use your Instant Pot to reheat foods. Um, I've also enjoyed pressure cooking in the Instant Pot so much that we have a whole class um, on pressure cooking featuring the Instant Pot, and we have a whole uh, ebook and video package at Traditional Cooking School by Gnaufland's uh, featuring the Instant Pot. So you can find links to those in the show notes as well. Okay, so another thing I want to make sure that we cover here is what about other brands? The Instant Pot is not the only multi-purpose cooker on the market. Uh, and p other people do ask me to compare the Instant Pot to other brands quite frequently. I have to disappoint on this though. I'm not familiar with the other brands. The Instant Pot won me over and that's the one I chose and that's the one that I've used and reviewed. And the reason it won me over is because it has really good ratings. It has a stainless steel insert pot rather than other metals. Uh, there's all kinds of recipes on the internet, including mine, that, that feature the Instant Pot, making it really easy. I had friends who recommended it. So it was a choice that I made. I've not been disappointed in the least. And so if I can encourage you, at least with my experience, that this is a really good brand, uh, that's what I would say to that question. I don't think anyone could regret choosing the Instant Pot. It's not to say other brands might not be good. I just don't have experience with those. So now uh, let's get into the choices. You, you said, okay, I want to get into pressure cooking or I want that multi-purpose appliance uh, and I'm going to go with the Instant Pot. Now which one do I pick? So you have some choices. The first choice you have to make is which model? Which model are you going to choose? And you also need to choose your size. Let's go over the models first. So the Instant Pot currently comes in three models. There's the Lux, there's the Duo, and there's the Smart, okay? And you'll see those uh, words in the um, descriptions if you're shopping on Amazon or whatnot. I'm gonna go through them. The Lux boasts six functions. Uh, the functions are pressure cooker, saute slash browning, slow cooker, rice cooker, steamer, warmer. Okay, now the Lux lacks two functions that I really like, which would be the yogurt maker and also with the pressure cooking, it only has high, it doesn't have low as well. Which leads me into 
the duo. So the duo has uh, the six functions that I just said that the Lux has, and it has one more, the yogurt. So that means the duo has seven functions. In addition, in the pressure cooking setting, you not only have high, but you have a low option as well. This is These two are both really important. First of all, if you're making yogurt, and I just shared a couple days ago uh, my recipe to make yogurt in the Instant Pot. You can go to tradcookschool.com slash ipyogurt to get that recipe. And if you're a member, uh, you will find a video in the member area on that as well. So that's a little bonus for members there. Uh, and the low pressure additional function that the duo has over the lux is really important when you're pressure cooking delicate foods like vegetables that would be mushy or you want to do desserts, some desserts. So I really like that the duo has the additional yogurt function and it has the additional low option on the pressure cooking setting. Now, the third model choice you have is called the SMART, and the SMART has the seven functions that I just mentioned that the Duo has. Uh, in addition to that, it has, you know, you have access to download some additional recipes that are pre-programmed. Uh, also, on the keep warm function, you have three uh, temperature setting choices. I think the main draw on the SMART model, though, is the SMART features, so if you've got a tablet or a phone, uh, that has Bluetooth, you can you know, operate your machine that way. So it has those kind of smart features. So of the three options that I just mentioned, the three models, the Lux, the Duo, and the Smart, my favorite is the Duo. And I think you can guess why, because I've kind of already gone over it, but the Duo has the additional yogurt function and it has the additional pressure cooking option of low. Uh, so I like those programs and I, I wouldn't choose the Lux because they lack it. So the Duo has all the programs that I'd like. And the Smart, I just stay away from Smart. I'm home, I'm hands-on, I like to push the buttons and see what it's doing and whatnot. So there, I don't see any reason to spend money on bells and whistles like that. So agree or disagree, I've just given you the rundown on the Lux, the Duo, and the Smart, and my pick of the Duo, and at least uh, if you agree, great. If you disagree, that's fine too. At least you know what they all are now, which was the point of today's episode. If you visit the show notes, tradcookschool.com slash aw048, uh, I have the transcript of everything I've just told you so you can read along or save for the future. Okay, so I think that choosing your model is pretty cut and dried because you're basically evaluating features and saying, I need that, I don't need that. When you come to choose size though, did I just say that choosing your model is cut and dried? That's what I meant to say. When you're choosing your size though, I think it gets a little bit tricky because it's not as cut and dried and you have to make some judgment calls. Which size is gonna be the right size for me and my family? You might have to follow some gut instincts. Uh, from my, my experience was that I ran around for months and months before buying our second Instant Pot to choose the right size. Uh, I didn't know whether I should get another six quart or if I should get an eight quart. And I want to talk you through that process because you may have purchased, you may not have purchased one yet, or you may be thinking about a second one. And so let's talk through this process. I hope it's helpful for you. Uh, now, this is something I think everybody should keep in mind no matter what pot they're buying, whether it's an instant pot or a stock pot or a cheese making pot. Um, when you have a pot that's advertised as holding a certain volume, like this Instant Pot holds six quarts, this Instant Pot holds eight quarts, that volume is the max volume of the pot itself. These have an insert in them, a stainless steel insert that you're actually um, 
this is the this is it. So this is the six quart pot that goes in this. Okay, want to be clear what we're talking about. So if it's advertised at six quarts, that means the max it can be filled up is six quarts. Okay, and um, who of us ever fills a pot to the top? None of us, okay? Whether you're making stock or cheese, or it doesn't matter. You don't fill your pot to the top. If you fill it to the top, every time you stir it would spill over. If it simmered or expanded or boiled, it would spill over. So to avoid mess and make the most of a pot, we don't use to their maximum volume. I'm gonna give you an example of this. Uh, several years ago, I was gonna buy a large stainless steel uh, pot for, you, for making cheese. And we had a milk cow at the time, and I was generally making cheese with three gallons of milk. And so I was like, well, I need a bigger pot so that I can do three gallons of milk. And I bought a three gallon stainless steel pot. And then I got it, and I realized my mistake. Uh-oh, I actually can't put my three gallons of milk in it because that's its max capacity. Now, not to belabor the point here, uh, what I did was return that pot and I got a four gallon, which meant that I could put my three gallons of milk or three and a half. Anyway, I had plenty of room for the milk that I wanted to culture because I bought a pot that was larger volume than what I needed. So I think you can see what I'm where I'm going with this. Uh, the same thing applies to the Instant Pot. If you, um, if you think that you're gonna use six quarts, then this one's gonna to be too small for you because you can't use the full six quart volume. Does that make sense? Okay, now I do know that when you're choosing your Instant Pot though, I'm talking about there's a five quart Instant Pot, there's a six quart Instant Pot, that's this one, there's an eight quart, and it might be hard to envision um, you know, what those volumes mean, what you can fit. So I'm gonna give you some examples here so that you can consider what you're gonna be cooking and try to make an educated decision. And I'm really not gonna bring up the five quart at all. I'm gonna compare the six and eight. The five quart is so close to the six quart, it's too small in my opinion when we're doing whole foods cooking that I don't, I don't even think we should be discussing it. Even if you're a small family, I think it's too small. That's my opinion. Okay, so let's compare the six quart and the eight quart. So if you're talking about a whole chicken, the six quart is gonna fit one chicken. The eight quart will fit a bigger chicken. It might even fit two medium-sized chickens. So if you're batch cooking chickens, you're gonna, or even chicken parts, you're gonna be able to do a lot more in the eight quart than you do in the six quart, okay? Yogurt, I told you about the yogurt recipe I just shared the other day, tradcookschool.com slash IP yogurt. If you're making yogurt, this six quart will comfortably make you four or five quarts of yogurt. If you're using the eight quart uh, Instant Pot, you can comfortably do six or seven quarts of yogurt. So think about the volume of yogurt you wanna be making for your family. Uh, the eight quart's gonna be able to do more for you. Spaghetti squash, we do a lot of spaghetti squashes. I love them. And uh, if you're um, doing spaghetti squash, the six quart will fit like a medium-sized spaghetti squash or two smaller-sized spaghetti squashes. The eight quart is going to fit medium to large-sized spaghetti squashes. So just in terms of, you know, a food item that's larger, which one's going to fit better? If you have larger spaghetti squashes, the eight quart's going to do better for you. It's a simple uh, question of logistics there. And now in general, let's talk about batch cooking. If you do batch cooking at all, whether it's rice or beans or lots of chicken or chicken parts or squashes or baked potatoes or beets, your eight quart will allow you to do um, 
more and make use of your time and energy more because you will your you will get more food out of it. You'll get more food batch cooked. There's a lot of words to too many words to say that. The point is, um, your efforts are going to stretch farther if you have the larger instant pot. Okay. I often get a question about accessories, especially from members and those going through our videos and our pressure cooking e-course because we use stackable pans or bowls or whatnot. And they want to know, do the, do, do the things that you're using in the course, which I did in the six-quart Instant Pot, do those work in the eight-quart eight, uh, Instant Pot? Well, yes, they do. All the accessories we tend to use work in both, but you're going to have um, the ability to use some larger containers inside the eight-quart Instant Pot. If you're not familiar with this concept um, of what I call stacking, you can go to last week's Ask Wardy, tradcookschool.com slash aw. 047 where I talked about stacking containers in your instant pot um, but the idea is that you're cooking a bread or some or reheating foods in smaller containers inside kind of kind of like you're using your instant pot as an oven so the eight quart is going to give you more room inside for bigger containers or more of like the individual containers because sometimes we do like custards in pint-sized jars so you just have more capacity in a larger instant pot so uh, those are all the things um, to keep in mind in terms of like what foods can you do and I hope when I was sharing those that you were thinking about the actual things you do in your kitchen or that you want to do um, so that you can narrow down the size now here's uh, something I want to show you we just recently put this up um, I want to show it to you to give you some more ideas because, you know, I've been sharing some foods, but you may be wondering, what else can I do in my Instant Pot? So I want you to check out uh, this post we released yesterday, 11 surprising creative things you can make in your Instant Pot, and they are really creative and surprising, so check them out. The link to that is tradcookschool.com slash IP surprise. You'll really enjoy, and I'll give you, they're not just foods, but I'll give you, let's say, two of them. Um, so one is dog food. Yes, really, and people have been trying it and giving feedback to Lindsay who created that recipe. Um, one I mentioned already, yogurt. That's a surprising thing. We also have hard lotion bars. So anyway, check that out, tradcookschool.com slash IP surprise. That'll give you some ideas of um, things that you can make in the Instapot and perhaps help you with making this decision. So back to the size though, I wanted to draw out some final questions so that you could maybe make a decision right now which Instant Pot is right for you. If you can't make the decision now, that's fine, but ask yourself these questions over the coming days to narrow it down. So question number one, what are you cooking? No matter what your family size is, one, two, six, eight, if you batch cook it all, or you cook larger sized whole foods, which would be like whole chickens or large spaghetti squashes. Those are some examples I walked you through earlier. If you're batch cooking or cooking larger whole foods, the eight quart is gonna work better for you. I have a link to this eight quart um, at the show notes, tradcookschool.com slash AW048. Second question to ask, how big is your family? And I'm going to put this question together with the previous one so we can, you know, make the logic a little bit um, dependent. So if your family is larger, like four or more, um, just get the eight quart because you're cooking for a large family. If your family is smaller, like one to two, maybe three, and you do batch cooking or cooking of foods that are larger size, 
get the eight quart. If your family size is smaller and you don't do batch cooking and you don't cook larger whole foods, the six quart is gonna do fine for you. So that's kind of the bottom line. And I wanna walk you through um, my experience and then kind of conclude this. So in terms of model on the Instant Pot, when I was talking about the models before, Lux, Duo, and Smart, I chose the Duo. I told you why already. It had all the functions I want and, it, and I didn't need the Smart features, didn't want or need the Smart features. Size was tougher. Uh, when, I per when I purchased our first Instant Pot, the only one that was available on the largest size was the six. The eight wasn't even available yet. So between the five and the six, that was a no-brainer. I chose the six. Um, so that was an easy decision. Then the eight quart came out, and my friend Vicki Lynn Haycraft had gotten one, and we were using the Instant Pot more and more, and sometimes I could have used two of them, you know, cooking two different things for dinner or making yogurt while cooking something. Anyway, it became clear that we could make use of a second one. Uh, but I hemmed and hawed for months. I mean, really months. I took a long, long time because I was thinking, do I get a six quart? Because I've written all these recipes for six quart and I'm demonstrating to members on a six quart, so I should keep it consistent. It should match. Should I get a larger one? And then it doesn't match, but it's larger. So I hemmed and hawed a long time. But finally, I decided that we would get the eight quart as our second Instant Pot. I don't regret it, because when I make yogurt in it, I can make two or three quarts more. I can do more beets, I can do more chicken, I can do larger spaghetti squash. Anyway, it's been amazing to have just the extra room that the eight quart supplies. So thinking back, you know, I didn't have a choice between the six or eight quart when I purchased our first one, but if I knew now what I, if I knew then, what I knew now, and I did have a choice, and I was making our first purchase, I would choose the eight quart. I really would. Um, I love having both, and depending on what I'm cooking, you know, the six quart works for a lot of foods, the eight quart works for other foods, so there's no regrets here, but if I was choosing all over again and I could choose the eight quart, I would choose the eight quart. My experience. So the bottom line, I'm just going to give you my picks and my opinion here to wrap this up is that you need to choose the best Instant Pot for you. So no matter what I've chosen, what we've chosen, go through you know, what you cook, go through your family size, uh, go through all those things that we've discussed and come to your own conclusion. I'm still gonna say though that my pick for the small family that does not do batch cooking and then does not have larger whole food ingredients to cook, six quart. My pick for the small or large family that does batch cooking and that has larger whole food ingredients to cook, I would choose the eight quart. That's my pick. So you all have been so patient and I'm looking forward to going back and reading all your comments and replying to them, but I know that Millie's been giving you links and answering questions, so thank you so much, Millie, for that. As we wrap up, I'll just remind you again that the show notes have everything we've discussed here, links, the transcript, all the points that I've made. It's tradcookschool.com slash aw048. As I conclude this broadcast on Facebook, I will edit the text right above this video to put a link there. So if you're watching the replay, that link might be there for you to click or you could scan through some comments. Um, so yeah, the show notes are ready for you. And the last thing I wanna do is point you to something um, besides the 11 creative and interesting things you can do with your Instant Pot. If you'd like to check out a free recipe that I have for you, it's our sourdough cornbread. 
You can go to tradcookschool.com slash ipcornbread to grab that recipe. It's a wonderful recipe, very delicious, fluffy, um, and it'll have you making easy cornbread. It works in the six or eight quart, so no worries there. And finally, thank you everyone for coming. If you'd like to submit a question to Ask Wardy for the future, you can use Twitter, use the handle at tradcookschool with the hashtag AskWardy, or you can send me an email, Wardy, W-A-R-D-E-E, at askwardy.tv. And you can find me at Traditional Cooking School by Ganaufklins anytime. We have a blog full of recipes and articles that are constantly being published. The address for that is traditionalcookingschool.com. Thank you so much for being here. God bless you, and I'll see you in a week. Thanks so much for joining me. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy, or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me on Facebook. Go to tradcookschool.com Facebook. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. When you get there, refresh the page until you see the live video playing. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments, and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy, too. Thanks so much, God bless you, and I'll see you next week.